Hello, Carbo Nation. This is Seltzer Deathmatch, the quest to find the best seltzer in America. We're your judges. I'm seltzer skeptic Travis Larchuk. And I'm seltzer supporter Rachel Ward. And today's special guest judge is Gimlet Media producer Peter Bresnan. Peter, welcome back. I'm so happy to be here. So, Peter, we we heard you on the Seltzer Deathmatch finale mm-hmm. for season one, and you talked about how a seltzer reminded you of a childhood pool party that no one attended. That is true. I remember that moment. It was like a, a trauma that sort of have propelled me through into. It's why I, it's where all of my fiery ambition comes from now, which is why I've become the incredibly powerful podcast producer that I am. Um, that was all fueled from from that one event. Your Twitter bio says that you are a current gay aspiring thought. That's true. For those of those who maybe don't know, thought stands for that hoe over there. Mm-hmm, that's correct. Uh, so walk us through your five-year plan to become a thought. Huh. Okay, sure. Um, I think the first step, as always, to becoming a thought um and the hardest one I think to overcome is to stop giving a fuck about what anybody else thinks. Um, and it's like a lifelong process. Um, I think that eventually I'd like to be like um, Truman Capote sort of thought, like um, like uh, <laughs> like a literary type who like throws black tie events on the Upper West Side and sort of um, uh, hands out like like sex is sort of like um, like a, a communion wafers, like you just hand them out. <laughs> Like it's a, it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's just a very, very casual thing. <laughs> communion is not. That's a weird analogy because communion is not considered a casual thing in the Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I so I did not go to a Catholic church. I went to Presbyterian church, which uh, is is also very you know nobody's having fun. I'll say that. <laughs> so. Uh, it, that's not at all the as a as a former Catholic. That's we thought the Presbyterians were having always having a lot oh, more fun than we were. T- totally not true. <laughs> um, this is how not fun we are. Like they don't use wine; they use grape juice. Oh. Um, but then one day someone was like, "Let's mix it up," and they did this thing where instead of like passing out the trays and you just stayed in your seat, uh, they had this thing where you had to like go up, uh, and and there was somebody ripping off pieces of bread. And then you were like dipping them in this communal uh, wine cup, and nobody was having it. Wait, they were know. making you dip the the the, the they bread made you in dip the grape the juice. The bread in the grape juice. I grew up Methodist, and that was very normal. Really? Hmm. Oh, that's so weird. But that's the kind of thought you'd be. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People like a, walk up, they rip off a piece. They rip off a piece. They dunk. They d- <laughs> they rip. They dunk. They chew. They swallow. And there's a line. <laughs> exactly. Let's get to today's matchup. It is a battle of two Polar brand products. A Polar Club Soda. Yeah, it's Club Soda. Mm. Don't at me. Twist Lemon. And then it will be up against a novelty flavor of Polar Seltzer called Yeti Mischief. (laughs) Comes in a tiny can. It says impossibly good on the top of it. And uh, the can says... As winter days turn to dusk, these mischievous creatures come out to play in newly fallen snow. Just as they begin to head home, they furatively transform the sparkle of the fresh snow into impossibly good seltzer. So gay agenda complete. Yeah, right? (laughs) So why don't we get started with the Polar Premium Club Soda with a twist, Lemon. Would you do the honors, Peter, and open it? Oh, sure. Cheers. 
Heavy notes of Windex on the nose. <laughs> and on the tongue. It's got a really nice smell. It is It is what it says it is. It smells like lemon. You know, it, it, it tastes like if you had a club soda with a, with a little bit of lemon going on in it. I mean, it's what it tastes like. It doesn't taste like real lemon to me. Like the fizz is pretty, it's pretty light. It's a pretty light bubble. Like it, as soon as you put in your, like I think a really good seltzer, like you really, if you feel that tingle on your, on your tongue and this, the tingle goes away almost immediately, you know? Yeah. It's just like one long scrape and then mm-hmm. you're just left with sort of a cardboardy feeling. But it's still nice. It, it, it does, it does, it like reminds me of um like the, the sensory impression I get of it is like a clean house, like on a sun, on a sunny day. Yeah. Let's get into the sense memories. Uh, I'm going to go with. I've been not drinking at bars lately, <laughs> and this reminds me of uh, not to buzz market the Park Slope Ale House, but this reminds me of going to that bar restaurant, and they recently are under new ownership, and they tried to rebrand themselves as like, this is a place that you go for craft beer, but what they didn't realize was that in Park Slope, everybody has children, and all they want is a place to take their kids to to eat chicken fingers. So, like, the second week of this place being reopened, it was just filled with children. Like, I don't think that they knew what they were getting into. Or maybe they did. I don't know. Maybe they did. Uh, For me, this reminds me of uh, being forced to clean the bathroom when I was a kid. We were responsible for cleaning our own bathroom. Like Mm. the the kids had a bathroom and I was I was the oldest. So I had to clean it. And I always was doing it wrong. Uh, There was like very specific protocol. And I I would do things out of order and I would get in trouble and then I'd have to go back and do it again. And uh so that memory, the cleaning producty flavor of this is giving me that memory, but also of like looking back, being like feeling so put out by having to do this, but also like, what was I going to do if I wasn't cleaning the bathroom? I was going to go in my bedroom and listen to the same Radiohead album I'd already heard a billion times. And I also listened to that album while I was cleaning the bathroom. So like... Which album? Uh, the Benz. Oh, okay. So like... What am I complaining about? Like, what what was my big problem? I had zero on my agenda as a 14-year-old. <laughs> my sense of memory is like um, sort of like a house by the sea and the smelling sand and smelling ocean um, and like that sort of acid uh, that you get by the sea. That's sort of what I'm imagining. It's like a very clean, soft. I feel very, like, safe. Awesome. We have all tried the Polar Premium Club Soda with a twist lemon. Uh, and it was just as boring as it seemed like it was going to be. So let's switch it up and uh, take a walk on the wild side with Yeti Mischief. Roar. Yeti Mischief. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. What? Yeah, that tastes exactly as bad as I thought it was going to taste based on the smell. See, I like the smell a lot. It's like um like a pack of it, well so it smells like a pack of starbursts but it tastes like um car- cardboardy to me and it could be just because I'm looking at the can with the trees on it uh, I'm getting like a little bit of a pine flavor coming in after like a a real assault of uh, like a Hawaiian punch style mm, that's combo. it Hawaiian punch Hawaiian punch that's what I'm smelling. It tastes hmm. like unsweetened Hawaiian punch. It's that's such a good like 
You clocked that so well. Thank you. What is the thinking behind this product? Polar has a reputation for doing flavors that are um, appealing to millennial uh, hipstery types. Instagram flavors. Yeah, so hmm. they do what? What's another one? Like unicorn, unicorn kisses or yeah. tears or piss or something. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I bet it's piss. But <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> Polar, if you want to use unicorn piss, you need to come get that trademark for me because I own it. <laughs> the polar mm. unicorn water sports flavor. Um, all right, sense memory time. So I have mine right on deck. The first sip reminded me, I, and I don't know why because I don't think there was any Hawaiian punch present, but like I recognized this flavor, but I couldn't place it. And for some reason, it's really closely associated for me with the one year where my cousins came and stayed with us for Christmas. And the house was just like chaotic the whole time because there were like five kids or whatever running around. But then also another thing that happened that year was the fire department rode through our neighborhood with a Santa Claus on the truck, and he gave out candy canes and smoke detectors. What's up with this nanny state? Why can't people just buy their own <laughs> smoke detectors? Well, listen, you're just trying to front load it. Like, you give out a couple of, like, $2 smoke detectors, and then you have to, like, have a sm- you can have a smaller fire department because people's houses aren't burning down. I just think that you should let people be free to have their houses burned down. <laughs> Ron Paul over here He's on the seltzer show. I was going to say Joe Lieberman. <laughs> Why can't we go back to a privatized fire department? <laughs> this seltzer tastes to me like late stage capitalism as well. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, were we on sense memories? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think that's Peter's. <laughs> do, you, do you have a different... <laughs> the one that doesn't smell like... Yeah, so my real one is, um, it's also Hawaiian punch related, is um, my grandfather used to have um, this house out by... Um, he used to have a farm out somewhere in in New York, um, in the in the in rural New York, and I'd go there when I was a kid and um, like pick raspberries and do all sorts of fun kid things. Like my dad would um, like drag me on a on a sled on a snowmobile uh, like through these huge woods. And my grandfather uh, had a vending machine in his house, like a soda vending machine, and uh, you could get Hawaiian Punch little cans of Hawaiian Punch. And when I was like six or seven, like that was the coolest thing in the whole world was that there was a vending machine like in a house. And so I used to just. Uh, drink like ten cans of Hawaiian punch whenever I was over at his house. So that's what it reminds me of, of being being at my grandfather's farm. Uh, okay, it's time to vote. Only one of these seltzers can survive. Will it be Polar Premium Club Soda with a twist lemon or Yeti Mischief? Rachel, how do you vote? Based on the criteria of what might conceivably quench my thirst, I think I have to go with the. Club soda with a twist. Peter, how do you vote? Yeah. <clears throat> so I recently went to a concert where um, the artist played. It was a St. Vincent concert. And the artist, um, concerts really stress me out because I never know how long they're going to be. Or like, there's, it just feels like a very, it feels like there's a lot of people. And I just get very, very nervous. And so and what was, I love this concert because what she did was she played her new album, every single song from the album in the order of the album. And then when her, she finished the last song from the album, it was over. And it was like the nicest concert experience for me because I was like, oh, I know exactly where I am. I feel comfortable. Like maybe it was a little boring, but like I was like, I, I felt comfortable and safe there. And so I think in that spirit, I think I'm going to have to go with the, the the Polar Premium Club Soda with a twist because it was boring and I knew what was happening, but I, I got exactly what I expected and I, I didn't feel like 
I just felt it was a, it was a very safe seltzer. I felt um, like um, swaddled by it in a way um, by the by the lemon. <laughs> I will say that I also would have voted for the polar uh, club soda with the twist lemon. So it turns out the winner is uh, unanimously polar premium club soda with a twist lemon. It uh, it will be eligible to proceed, and Yeti mischief has been eliminated. Uh, Peter, thank you so much for joining us as our special guest judge today. Do you have anything you'd like to plug at the end of the show? Um, I, my Twitter account. <laughs> I, I don't think, I think I put a lot of effort and time into it, and I feel like it deserves a little more attention. It's full of um, sexual angst and <laughs> oversharing and references to Barbra Streisand and musicals. So I think that it deserves, it's, I'm at P.A. Bresnan, B-R-E-S-N-A-N, and uh, I think, I, I think... I don't know. It's my life's work. This has been Seltzer Deathmatch. You can follow us on Twitter at Seltzer Death. And be sure to subscribe and review us on iTunes. It helps other people find the show. I'm Rachel Ward. And I'm Travis Larchuk. CO2, you later. <laughs> <laughs>